Hello, everyone. I am Regina DuBose. Welcome to Getting Started with Jesus, which is designed to teach you the process for spiritual growth and maturity. This podcast is geared to help you, teach you, encourage you, and motivate you to grow in your personal relationship with God. As you listen every week, I present some principles, sometimes dialogue with a special guest, play some inspiring music, as well as sing. I love to sing. And I share some of my best secrets that I learned as a small business owner for 37 years. Uh, This year in 2023, we celebrated our 37th anniversary at the Alexis Company. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. My goal is to help you grow and mature overall as a person. You know, my spiritual mother told me many years ago, when you grow in the things of the Lord, you grow and mature as a person overall in every aspect of your life. You know, grow up, grow stronger, grow further, and yes, grow deeper in your relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Of course, I want you to subscribe and follow this podcast. First of all, because we are following God. And secondly, follow so that you can receive notification whenever a new episode is available. Remember, this is a listening podcast, so you can listen at your own convenience in the comfort of your car, at home, when you're at work, and at your specific time. Choose from a variety of platforms, including Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes. There are so many to select. Also, follow us on social media. This includes Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And visit our website at www.perfectpeaceworks.com, www.perfectpeace W-O-R-K-S.com. I will mention the website again at the end of today's program. So let's get started. Enemies. That is what we're going to talk about. What about my enemies? Let's face it. We all have enemies. You know, someone or those people who do not like you. I don't know the reason and I cannot pinpoint the exact moment when it started, but enemies are all around. They act like spoiled brats, undisciplined children who have not learned to appreciate the fact that we are different from one another. And God made us that way, different. The word of God in Psalms 139 verse one says, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. Yes, we're different, but fearfully and wonderfully made. But your enemies can make your life miserable if you let them. Once you learn and experience their unpleasant behavior, you can then realize that they do not have your best interest at heart. They begin to smell bad, speak foul language, seem angry all the time, roll their eyes, and make snob remarks to put down every great idea known to mankind. 
their goal, your enemies, their goal is to remain stagnant and to be mean-spirited. In fact, while you are presenting some great programs and suggestions to move things forward, they resist the urge to change because it wasn't their idea. So sad, but true. I discuss what to do with your enemies in both of my books, Perpetuating Wealth, Secrets to Longevity in Small Business, and Getting Started with Jesus, The Process for Spiritual Growth and Maturity. On one hand, they might be your competition, your enemies. On the other hand, they might be the jealous folk who are your enemies. You know, jealous-hearted individuals who are too busy watching you instead of taking notice of themselves. As a growing spirit-filled child of God, promoting and spreading the goodness of the Lord, and sharing the gospel with people that you meet, your enemies will pop up to create havoc, disappointment, and defeat. But God, almighty God, has the answer for you to embrace in order to what? Deal with your enemies. Oh, yes, he does. Yes, he does. So this podcast is going to focus on that question we often avoid asking, Since we know that enemies exist in all of our lives, while they are attempting to take your joy, take your peace, fortitude, and progress, the question is, what should I do about my enemies? The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7, when a man's ways or woman's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his or her enemies to be at peace with him or her. Your enemies have to be silent, quiet, and at peace with you when your lifestyle pleases God. I'm going to repeat that again. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. That's Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. Your ways, your ways, when you are walking in his statutes, ways of obedience, exercising your faith in God, honoring God, confessing your sins, and praising Him regularly. That's what it means by your ways. Are you following in the footsteps of Jesus Christ? Are you walking worthy of the calling in your Christian life? Wow, it will silence your enemies. (laughs) God knows, He hears, He cares, and yes, God understands. Let's move on. Over in Proverbs chapter 25, verse 21 and 22, Solomon states, If thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat, and if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. Verse 22, For thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. In other words, don't seek revenge on your enemies. Instead, show some compassion and love towards them. Feed them. Give them something to drink. Do something to help them. Your kindness will be overwhelming. If you remember that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, that entire Psalm 23 talks about how well he takes care of his sheep. 
It goes on to say in Psalm 23, verse 5, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. In other words, the Lord takes good care of you and prepares a feast on a table right in front of your enemies, all of them. Your face is shining as he anoints your head and provides the overflow. Your cup runneth over. Yes. God is the sustaining force in your life, providing you with strength, a complete full meal. Your cup is running over and your enemies, they are looking directly at you. God gives you a direct purpose. The overflow represents the joy that God places in your life right now. God takes care of your enemies by putting you on his display. You simply stand out from everyone else to be used for the glory of God. Amen. Enemies, beware. I am a child of the King. If you believe that, just say it with me. Enemies, beware. I am a child of the King. What can you do about your enemies? Tell yourself the same thing that King David did in Psalm 27, verse 1 and 2, and mean it. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Verse 2, here it is. When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. God knocked them down. They tripped and fell flat on their face. That's right. The word of God says, the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, your adversary, the opposing side, the antagonist, the hostile individuals, your enemies and foes are annihilated. When we turn to Psalm 27, verse 5 and 6, the scripture says, For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Here's what that means. God will bring you into his dwelling place, tabernacle, his tent, his presence, and secretly hide you from your enemies. God will lift up my head above my enemies where I can see clearly their tactics and strategies all around me. Hallelujah. I can recognize their agenda to destroy me, and I am secure in knowing that God has made their position known to me. I am no longer in darkness. I can see clearly because my head is lifted up above my enemies. I've got to give sacrificially with joy and sing praises unto the Lord. If you really want to get ahead of the game, take your enemies to the throne of grace and pray earnestly for them. Remember, God already knows what they did to hurt you. And when you read Psalm 35, that is exactly what King David did. He prayed a prayer against his enemies, asking God to take care of him and to deal with them. He starts in verse 1 by saying, Plead my cause, O Lord, with those who strive with me. 
fight against those who fight against me. Wow, oh my goodness, you need to take time to study and read the entire Psalm 35, all 28 verses, and let God do the rest. He will take care of your enemies. I tell you, God knows, he hears, he understands, and yes, yes, God cares for you. When I read the following verse, Psalm 110, verse 1, I have to admit, that a great big smile came across my face as I was preparing this podcast. This is one you need to memorize because it is a conversation between God the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. It is a prophecy that Jesus will defeat all enemies and place them under His feet. The verse says, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand, until I make thine enemies thy footstool. (laughs) I believe in Jesus Christ. He is my protector and watches over me. Therefore, I trust him and his power to put all of my enemies underneath his feet. I will make thine enemies thy footstool. Amen. Can you imagine placing a stool in front of you? Then visualize your enemies and lay both of your feet on top of that stool and now smile. Believe it. Receive it. God will deal with your enemies. He defeated all of the enemies that confronted the children of Israel. When you read the Old Testament, namely the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, and the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Look at the entire list of armies and countries in Deuteronomy chapter 20. God defeated all of them. They were the enemies of the children of Israel. You know, there was a hit song that was released over 40 years ago, back in 1972, by the OJs called Backstabbers. With these lyrics, they smile in your face all the time they want to take your place. The Backstabbers. In fact, two of the founding members are still living as of this time. Eddie Levert, who is now 78 years old, and Walter William, who is 77. The backstabbers, whew, my Lord, thank you so much for your protection from those people. I'm sure you have had some backstabbers in your life. Please, please, please check this out. Your enemies want to pull you down, treat you mean, place you outside the circle of influence, constantly remind you of their title to hide their inferiority. They tell lies on you, laugh at you behind your back, tease you, follow you around, make up stuff, and become more and more envious and jealous of you while they are watching your every good move to improve the lives of others. Lord, Lord, what can I do? What shall I do with my enemies? I personally have learned to treat my enemies with dignity and respect. I've learned to treat them with benign neglect, smile in their face, be consistent, respond to them cordially, and yes, love them. Yes, 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 my dear friend, love them. 
Look, when Jesus came on the scene, he took this enemy challenge to a whole new level. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 5, verse 43 through 48. I'm going to share the entire passage so that you can know what you should do about your enemies. Here is the how-tos. This is Jesus talking. Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 43. Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. Verse 44. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them who despitefully use you and persecute you. Verse 45. That ye may be children, sons, or daughters of your Father who is in heaven, for he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. Verse 46. For if ye love them who love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the tax collectors or publicans the same? Verse 47. And if ye salute or greet your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the heathen or publicans so? Verse 48, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father who is in heaven perfect. Now, now, nobody wants to talk about being perfect, nobody. But the word implies full development, growth into maturity of godliness. Not perfect meaning sinless. We are born into sin and carry a sinful nature. But as we begin to grow closer and closer to God's standards of excellence and living, we sin less and less. We mature and become perfect by the grace of God and the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, I will save my discussion on being perfect for an upcoming podcast because the word perfect is mentioned several times throughout the Bible, and we really need to get our heads wrapped around what is God saying. But let me just break this down. Jesus tells us to love our enemies. Don't do what has been done in the Old Testament, you know, love your neighbor and hate your enemy, as he quotes from Leviticus 19, 18 and Deuteronomy 23, verse 3 through 6. But instead, he tells us to love them, to bless them, to do good works for them, and to pray for them. Wow. Yes, I know, I know, it may take a lot of practice. However, he gives us this unique formula that goes against the grain of human conflict and disturbing interaction. Be nice to them, buy them a card, call them up and say, I'm sorry. Send a gift card, bake a cake, send a nice bouquet of flowers, or simply ask for forgiveness. Just love them, bless them, do good towards them, and pray for them. I'm giving you just a few examples. These are some of the things I've done in my personal life. Yet you might be thinking, how is that done? Well, you just do it. Really, don't think about it, just do it. Now, before we end this podcast, you might be thinking or saying to yourself, gee, I'm a nice person. I treat other people right. I try to live according to God's ways, and why would I have any enemies? Because you are getting started with Jesus and growing closer to godly behavior, Satan, the devil, doesn't like it. And his demons, they don't like it. And many times, people who are your enemies, you will find 
evil evident in their lives. In other words, just because you identify with Jesus Christ, your enemies will attack you. This is what it means when the scripture says, we suffer for his name's sake. That is found in Matthew chapter 5, verse 11, Matthew chapter 10, verse 22, Philippians chapter 1, verse 29, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 14, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 16, and 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. Let me read Matthew 10, verse 22, and this is Jesus speaking. And ye, or you, shall be hated of all men, all women, all people, for my name's sake. But he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Saved meaning delivered out of persecution, okay? This is not talking about salvation. He means you will be saved from persecution. In other words, like I said in another podcast, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That's in Psalm 23, verse 7. Believe it, receive it, and stand on the word of God. Listen, I will let you in on a little secret. You grow and mature spiritually when you put the word of God into action. Practice what it tells you to do. Move forward. Live out the word of God and demonstrate your faith by believing and trusting in God for great outcomes of satisfaction, fullness of joy, comfort, and peace. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you. So be encouraged. Join us each week and learn the process for your spiritual growth and maturity. Think about it. Grow closer to God. Experience the peace of God. Share the wisdom of God and live in the power of God. Let me leave this verse with you from Isaiah 26, verse 3. Thou will keep him or her in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he or she trusted in thee. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory now and forever, as stated in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. That is what I want for you. I want you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord. So don't forget to subscribe and follow this podcast and connect with us on social media. Go to my website, www.perfectpeaceworks.com. That's www.perfectpeaceworks.com. Uh, you can email your questions. You can order my books. You can also purchase them from Amazon or Target.com. Many of the topics on this show come directly from my two books, Perpetuating Wealth, Secrets to Longevity and Small Business, and Getting Started with Jesus, The Process for Spiritual Growth and Maturity, and of course, The Holy Bible. Also, the audiobooks are available, and they're great for book clubs, sorority groups, fraternities, Christian education classes, women's conferences, leadership workshops, and seminars. So I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, be peaceful, celebrate life, keep moving forward, and yes, trust only God. May God give you his wonderful blessings. Amen.